The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. If you're going to a shop right this moment, how many of you would actually have cash in your pocket or in your wallet or in your purse, your handbag, to actually buy something rather than actually using a card? I suspect for many people now, they've gotten out of the habit of using cash and use a credit card or a debit card instead. But what happens then if the retailer is unable to actually process your payment using your card or using your phone or using your watch, whatever it is you might use now these days. Andy O'Donoghue joins us for Tech Tuesday because, Andy, this is something we discussed in the business news with Lorcan Allen last night. Uh, The debacle at Lansdowne Road, the Aviva Stadium at the weekend for the college's American football where the sum-up system for taking card payments collapsed and everyone got free food and drink if they were looking for it. Does that sort of thing happen often? Matt, it happens surprisingly often. And um, it's interesting, actually, sum up, publish a status page. And after this incident on Saturday, I had a look at sum up's status page. And believe it or not, back on August 23rd, they had a 20 minute out- outage, which is uh, which they publish as uh, issues with logins. And it was a red outage. Uh, they resolved it about 20 minutes after it occurred. It happened again on August 25th, issues with logins, this time an Amber event that uh, lasted for about 12 minutes. And then, of course, a significant issue. And this was a significant issue, Matt, on the 27th that ran from first reported at about almost about half six um, uh, European time. And it ran for those two hours. But what was interesting was to then have a look at Twitter and to search for sum up outage. And I saw no message from the company. At that point, we hadn't had a message from the Aviva. We didn't know where the problem was. But I saw a lot of messages from small businesses who could not get paid, could not get paid and therefore lost sales. Yeah, because the decision was taken by the stadium operators, uh, the food and beverages operators in the Aviva to hand out free food and drink. And when the fans discovered that, they went for it big time and 75% of the entire stock went in about two hours. But there, are, I've also come across other smaller businesses around the country that were left in a very difficult situation because the people buying things didn't have cash or maybe they mightn't have a till anymore to handle cash. They depend on these little sum up machines and they weren't working. Why weren't they working? Uh, So we don't know what the error was. Uh, There was an error code attached, uh, which was published, which is very general. We may well find, believe it or not, that this is how often have you and I chatted about DNS errors, these routing errors. And um, my own feeling is that it may be something like that that happened. Of course, it's the book, in a sense, doesn't just stop at sum up because sum up use services uh, from another global company or a couple of them. And you know, to power the sum up um, network. But Matt, that's a significant network. It's uh, they operate in about 30 different markets. They have three and a half, four million merchants and many of them small businesses. But many of them small businesses who not only uh, don't have a, a, a cash register, who may not take cash and don't want to, particularly if they're at markets or they're at pop up events and um, other places like that. But People get tips via the sum up network <clears throat> as well. So I think 
this is not unique to some of though I have seen square outages and other outages that happen. The only answer, and some up are quite clever, they have an internet-based platform, but they also have a 3G, so uh, an, um, an older mobile technology platform. But some companies, and I know, say, Square have launched this in America and Adyen, uh, the Dutch company, have it in Europe. They have the ability for offline payments. And what that means, though, is that you need a more traditional type of terminal that prints a receipt for the customer. And then when your Internet comes back on, those transactions get loaded up in bulk. There's always the danger that someone will go over their credit card limit or something like that. But at least it would mitigate what could be a very significant impact, um, as we saw in the Aviva, and, you know, uh, also on a small business. Also. Yeah, but see, a lot of people are wondering why the Aviva wasn't able to take cash. And a listener here says, what I don't understand is how establishments are allowed to refuse cash and state card only. Cash is a legal tender. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is that not the legal practice? And I don't know about the legality of it. Although I do know that whenever I see establishments saying that they only take cash and won't take card, I sometimes wonder, is that because they're having a cash flow issues with the bank or they may not have a credit card machine provided by the bank? Which then brings me to my other question, Andy, which is, well, whatever has happened with the old ways of using your credit card, tapping various machines, why is it the Aviva only had this sum up one? Are they going in and perhaps asking that uh, vendors not use other machines if they take sum up? Well, so this is the tapping is just uh, an acceleration or an evolution of digital payment technology, inserting or swiping your card is based on older technology. But now we've got to tapping and um, tapping is convenient for us. Um, If in in Ireland, if you are over that 50 euro limit, you have to enter your pin number. So this is convenience for us. There's also security for the retailer. But cash, Matt is very much on the way out. I mean, I've experienced it in a number of countries, uh, particularly if you, uh, you know, for anyone who's been to Scandinavia, cash is used less and less. It is very common, say, in Sweden to see many shops and bars who will only accept cards. And governments are quite happy with that because it means that um, there is less tax evasion, less grey economy. And as you said, there are business reasons that some companies may want to do it. We, We will not go back to older technology. But what we do need to see is companies offering us a fail-safe mechanism whereby if the internet is down, it does not paralyse a local or national economy. And of course, we only heard last week as well in this programme from the taxis regulator that all the taxis are now going to have to offer credit card payments. But again, a lot of taxi drivers have this little sum-up device but if some of them say, on oh, particular parts, they can't get a signal, they're not able to, they demand cash. This is going to cause a lot of friction, I suspect, between taxi drivers and their customers. I think it is. And I, I, I think um, we will hear that excuse from taxi drivers and that, oh, it's a terrible signal. However, I think that probably what needs to be resolved is the relationship between taxi drivers and some of the processing companies who I believe many taxi drivers think that they are paying too much. So when a taxi driver uh, completes, say, a 10 euro fare, if he's ending up paying 250 to the company, company who provide the payment mechanism well that's too much so all of that has to get trimmer but the 
you know, instead of staying remarkably profitable, I would have thought that technology companies would say, well, we can do lots more volume. We can increase revenue if we reduce our fees and everybody will be happy to use the service. A listener says, I live in Sweden. I've been here five years. I haven't used cash since I have been here. Another listener talking about uh, various shops, such as a mobile phone shop, Store 3, now a completely cashless store. So you can't go into the shop and actually buy something in cash. You actually have to have a card to do so. And other people saying, I see people paying with their smartwatches. How secure is this since there's no face ID on the watch, says Greg? Well, it's connected to your smartphone, so and so many people will be using the NFC, the tap feature, you, which is like like using your credit card. So I use it, and I'm perfectly comfortable with using Apple Pay or Fitbit Pay. Do they always work, though? Because I'm like a child with a new toy since I loaded it up in my Fitbit a couple of weeks ago, using it all the time. But then I went to pay for a coffee somewhere yesterday and it wouldn't recognise it. <laughs> well, that occasionally happens. And you do have these anomalies that happen. I mean, that, but, but that will happen with your card, Matt. Um, more traditional mechanisms will get you to insert the card, you know, for those sort of security or those random checks and things like that. Generally, though, the experience most people have is that it's really good. And the convenience of not having to pull out your phone and get your card and all of that that's wonderful okay i know we were meant to talk about nfts and the music business but you know we'll come back to that next week because we're out of time now andy o'donoghue thank you for joining us for tech tuesday andrew says reiner can take credit card payment miles up in the sky and the payment will be processed the next day i'm surprised they wait until the next day andrew the last word with matt cooper today fm it all happens here